They started out in the 60s, and they started out with the help of Ford. Hyundai, in their first product, the Hyundai Cortina, was essentially just a Ford Cortina, rebadged for their marketplace. But they built that car in collaboration with Ford Motor Company. Now fast forward to today and see the products the Hyundai is creating and you'll find something like the 2021 Hyundai Tucson and its profile of a Toyota RAV4. Why is it that the biggest automotive player in the Korean marketplace is still utilizing other people's designs to benefit their own company? That is an answer we are about to unleash onto you on this week's Autolux podcast episode. Autolux.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. himself, coming to you from our host site, podbeam.com, and our main website, www.autolux.net. Big or small, we have them all, corporate websites from around the globe of nearly every automobile manufacturer, coach builder, or aftermarket company, Nona. We got them on our site. If we don't have them, please send us an email with a link. We will add it. We always love hearing from our fans and we always love getting new products and new information from our fans as well. And if you would like to be a guest on an upcoming Autolux Talk episode, then send us an email as well. We're going to be looking at getting into that marketplace before too long. But for right now, we're going to take a look at how the Hyundai Motor Corporation, inclusive of Kia and Genesis, utilizes other people's designs to benefit their bottom line. Now, like we said, Hyundai originally got started by building the Ford Cortina. They built that with the help of Ford, similar to how Kia got started as well. Kia got help from Ford as well. And as we do have a podcast about Ford's Korean influence, he essentially influenced both major auto corporations in that country. And since Genesis is part of Hyundai, essentially, he had some works in there as well. But Hyundai has never stopped using other people's designs for their products. Hell, even look at their entry into the North America marketplace. Back in 1986, the Hyundai Excel. You remember those horrible looking things? You, They were the cheapest car on the market. My asshole of a boss owned one of those when he went to university. He bought it brand new because it was the cheapest thing around and he kept it until the warranty ran out. Second warranty was done and he got rid of the vehicle because he knew it was going to become a major headache. The apple doesn't fall too far from the tree now, does it? Consider the fact that I've heard this from a lot of people with both of these companies that they still do have issues once the warranty runs out. And hell, I have two of them to even prove to you about that. But getting back to their copycats, the Excel from 1986 looks an awful lot like the profile of a 1984 Toyota Corolla sedan, which is funny because that was built in collaboration with Chevrolet. Chevrolet had the Nova and Toyota had the Corolla. Then comes out Hyundai with the Excel, cheapest product on the market by far, had a decent warranty and looked like one of the best players in that market. But Hyundai never stops there. They keep going. In 96, they had the Hyundai Dynasty. Very familiar to a Toyota Crown Majesta, one of the crown jewels of the Japanese marketplace. The crowns are vehicles that even the emperor himself gets chauffeured around it. So why not borrow that for your Hyundai? In the late 90s, Hyundai got into the sports car market. After losing out with their S-Coupe, they entered into the Tiburon. Now, first generation was this weird, blobby looking thing with devil-edged headlights. Pretty cool, but not the coolest for maintenance. Now along comes the second generation, the 2000 Hyundai Tiburon. And Hyundai has this great idea of adding these two double bubble 
headlights to the front, making the Tiburon reminiscent of the Toyota Celica from 1994. Now, the Celica wasn't one of the biggest players out there. We all know the Supra had more on it than the Celica ever had, but the Celica was still a major player in the entry sports car market, where Hyundai wanted to be. It's funny how, so far, Hyundai has been using a lot of Toyota. 2003, we saw the Kia Sorento. My most hated thing with this thing was an aftermarket component for this. It had a similar profile to the BMW X5. Not exact, because it had harder lines. The Sorento had harder lines, so when you parked the two of them next to each other, you could tell the difference. But in the aftermarket world, some crazy guy had this inspiration of, why not make an aftermarket BMW-inspired grill that we could put on the Sorento? It has a similar profile to the X5. Let's make it look like an X5. And they did. In my hometown, there was somebody that had one of these. And every time I saw it, I wanted to freaking smack them. They're almost as bad as those stupid Canadian Tire $20 plastic spinners you can get for your car that were so big in the early 2000s. They're like stupid, stupid things. Like seriously. But Kia wanted wanted to enter the mid to full size CUV marketplace. And why not borrow something from BMW? Change it up as best you can, but we could still make it similar. Kia followed this up again with the second generation of the Rio. And if you've ever seen a 2005 Kia Rio Sport, go to our website, autolux.net, look for this podcast, Copycat Hyundai, and you will find a picture of how the Kia Rio Sport from 2005 and 2007, the hatchback, were similar to the W. RX STI from Subaru. They even use this similar blue on those sports and they plop the exact same wing on it. Now talk about trying to take your cheapest economy car in the freaking world and make it look like one of the most desired performance products out there. This didn't really work. And everybody knows how crappy those Rios were. It never really went that far. But as Hyundai moved on, they had the Azera and the Sonata and even the Kia and Manny all moving in. The Azera and Sonata were similar platforms. The Azera borrowed more from the Avalon and the Sonata had a similar appearance to the Toyota Camry. The Kia and Manny, well, you just know it was trying to borrow the Jaguar S-Type. But why? Why did they want to do this? Hyundai wanted to move further up in the marketplace. They wanted to be taken seriously. They were getting better at building vehicles. You have to remember, Hyundai learned from the Japanese. When Japanese automakers came to North America, they built cheap economy cars to get the entry-level people who were buying vehicles in the 60s into their vehicles. They were cheap to buy and cheap to maintain. They wanted those people. Now, they didn't have the world's greatest quality, but because they built so many of them, they used that money, poured it back into making better products, which means those people, in turn, would want to buy more of their products. Now, Hyundai. By 2006, when they released the 2006 Hyundai Sonata, knew this. And remember, in 86, 20 years previous, the Excel came out, which was the biggest piece of crap of the 80s. That's why you don't see them around anymore. They were junkers. They were like the K car. You drove them until they died. And then you didn't try and fix them because it was just cheaper to buy a new one. But because they sold so many of them, they took all of their money and put it back into R&D. 2006, the Sonata was moving up. They needed to look like it was better quality. So they gave it the Camry appeal. Kia did that with the Imani. They gave it a Jaguar appeal. They wanted people to think that they had better quality. When people started to realize they were a bit better quality, then Hyundai kind of unleash the beast of the 
Equus, which again was a knockoff of the Toyota Crown. Now everybody would think that after nearly 25 years in our marketplace, they would finally stop copying everyone else. Hyundai slowed down, but Kia didn't. Since Kia had only entered our market within the last decade, they still needed to make a name for themselves. And with their Spectra name falling to the wayside as being a crappy product, they decided to move the Forte in for the kill. Utilizing the Honda Civic layout, the Forte and Forte Coupe, both reminiscent of Honda Civics, would make people believe that Kia was moving up. Hell, even the first generation Honda Pilot, that horrible, hideous looking toaster on wheels, was the inspiration for my beast, the Kia Borrego. The only body on frame Kia vehicle ever sold in North America was inspired by Honda. Both of them look like toasters, but really between the two of them, I still would actually prefer to own the Borrego over the Pilot. I know the Pilot is better quality, but the Borrego looks better. With big mutters on them, a blacked out grill and tinted lights, it starts to look like a mean beast. Now Kia still needed to make a better name for itself. They wanted more sport appeal. And with the redesign of the Rio and the Proceed coming their way, they knew they needed to add more sport appeal to get more people into their products. The Rio became a knockoff. The 2012 Rio became a knockoff of the Volkswagen Golf. And the Kia Proceed of 2013 became a complete knockoff of the Opel Astra. They wanted to move into the territory of some of the most successful compact and subcompact hatchbacks out there. And why not use the best in the business, the ones that everybody knows at the top of their mind. When you say, I'm looking for a compact hatchback, everybody automatically says Golf. In the European marketplace, a lot of people will say the Astra, because the VXRs are fun. So Kia made the Proceed look like the Astra to try and get that momentum going in their company. Try and build off of the best in the industry. The Rio tried this. It wasn't as successful because nobody wanted to dub out a Kia, but they'll dub out their dub again copying the best in the business. Now by the late 2000s, 2017, Hyundai's quality was slowly moving in line with companies like Toyota, Honda, and even Suzuki. They were getting better ratings, but it still wasn't enough. They still had problems with some of their products, like the Elantra. The Sonata was doing good, because by 2017, the Sonata was the breakthrough product. It created a coupe profile for midsize sedans. It was one of the originals. It was utilized for for the Chrysler 200 design. But unfortunately, the Elantra still wasn't taking off. So in a last ditch effort, Hyundai decided to use the pre-existing Toyota Corolla profile for the Elantra to try and make people believe that it was a Corolla. We have a similar appeal to the Corolla, so we got similar quality as the Corolla. This effort worked. And the 2017 Elantra, inclusive of its turbo, became one of the best selling Elantras to date. Finally, Hyundai was making a name. Now, with sales, they can go and change the designs these into what they want them to be. Kia was still having problems. The Rio still was not cool. 2017, they decided to use the Polo, the little boxy Polo design for the Rio. And with their new GT line being similar to the R line for Volkswagen, the Rio did give you the appeal of sportiness. But unfortunately, it's still not enough to push the Rio. So again, the Rio is probably in its next generation going to borrow on somebody else's design. Similar to what the Kia Stinger did. It borrowed from the Alfa Romeo Giulia. But you gotta remember the Giulia borrowed its image from the BMW M5. Everybody is copying everybody. But why? Why is Hyundai and Kia constantly doing this? Even in 2020, they had two full-size products come out. The Palisade and the Telluride. And both of them 
we're double winners. The Palisade looks like an Escalade and a Yukon Denali, and the Telluride looks like a Yukon and a Range Rover. They're trying to bore aspects from some of the most well-known products out there to help boost their bottom line. My wife has a friend that actually has a Palisade, or as we call it, the Fake Salade, because it has the appeal of I'm luxurious, which means I am better than the other people. And the Palisade, if you ever notice a lot of people who drive Palisades have the same perception of their vehicle as people as Escalades. They feel like they're on top of the world. They're better than everyone else. Telluride people have the same appeal. They're a lot like Range Rover sport people. Kind of snobbish. But when you borrow those person's designs, similar people are going to be attracted to your product. And those are people with deep pockets. Something Hyundai and Kia really want. And in 2021, the Genesis G80 and the Hyundai Tucson borrowed once again. Genesis is relatively a new brand. Its G70, yes, is after the M3. But it looks of its own. The G90 is after the S-Class. But its looks are of its own. The G80 is in the mid-size market. It's trying to go after the M5 or the A6 or the E-Class, but it borrows from the CLS because it wants that profile. And that's why it got a copycat award. The Tucson looks just like the RAV4. Now the RAV4 and the CRV are always battling it out for the best compact around. Now Hyundai wants the Tucson to be in there as well. Tucson has been around for so long. Every design of it has been different than anything else out there until now. Now it really wants to be a Toyota. Hyundai hasn't stopped copying. Neither has Kia. They're still going at it because with every new product, they look at the market they want to enter and they look at the people they want to appeal to. They're very good at finding their market and the people they want to spend money. They appeal to the people who are already previously buying these products with a similar updated version of that in their own variation. Gotta remember, their products don't look exactly like them. The only one I would ever consider out of all of these that we've named that looks exactly like it is the 2012 Kia Rio. You could tell that is a Volkswagen Golf. Put a Volkswagen logo on it, it would be a VW. Everything else is similar in context, but not the exact same. It has the appeal. When I saw the Kia and Manny for the first time, I knew that they were trying to gain the appeal of the Jaguar S-Type. Now, the S-Types were actually a pretty crappy Jaguar. Jaguar, but they still wanted the appeal of that. I think they would have been better off just making it look like the Lincoln LS, which was built on the same platform, but they wanted that British appeal. We're luxury. They got it with a few people buying them, a few people believing and perceiving the Amani as a luxury product because it didn't have a Kia logo on it. No, it was like the original Genesis products or even the Toyota Crown products. They don't have the logos on them. So you think it's something else. So when you see the Amani or the Oprius, you don't think it's a Kia. You think it's luxury until you had to start dishing out money on the damn thing and you realize it's a Kia. So using the perception of being the best in the business, Hyundai Kia has paved the way for other car companies to use this. Looking back at Toyota and Honda, they enter marketplaces with their own products. Yes, they use inspiration from British and American designs, but they weren't exact copycats. You couldn't see the similarities between them, but they built cheap, economical products, utilized all that money to put it back into R&D to make better quality products. Hyundai is using the advantage of being similar to the best in the business to gain sales, to get more money, to put it back into R&D, 
so they can have better quality and pump out their own designs which change the world look at the sonata this generation and the previous they did change the mid-size market and that for a time they gave the japanese a run for their money so in the end why do hyundai and kia constantly do this for sales they want the money to reinvest back into themselves to make them a better company they're not blatant copycats they just utilize similar profiles and aspects some of us see it bang on when we first see these products the rest of us have to be shown the similarities so all in all hyundai and kia don't seem to be slowing down or stopping the copycat appeal they are smart to make their products look very much like their own and utilize older designs for newer products so they don't compete directly with products that are for sale by those companies at the exact same time nobody cares about you using an older design for a new product though so when people love that product before they'll love yours just as much and with that mentality people are flocking to hyundai and kia for their long warranties and lower prices and that appeal you get from owning a product that looks like something that's worth more than it this is everett j from autolux saying if you like this podcast or if you just want to tell hyundai and kia about their copying please like share or comment or even share this podcast with friends and family over on www.autolux.net podbeam.com or check us out on twitter facebook or linkedin to find more from the autolux.net crew so for myself and all of autolux i want to ask you to strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride that kia and hyundai are not done with